So in practicing Krishna consciousness, so these are the nine different kinds of devotional services which are mentioned by Sri Kallad Maharaj. When Hiranyakashipu had a son called as Prahlad and he was been sent to Gurukul. Hiranyakashipu was the greatest of the demons. And his Prahlad, his son, was the greatest of the devotees. And he tried various ways to convince him that give up the devotion to Vishnu and accept Hiranyakashipu as the Supreme Lord. When Hiranyakashipu started, got this boon from Brahmaji, and that blessings was that he was he got the power to be equal to Brahma. So he was very powerful. And then he controlled all the upper planetary system, lower planetary system, middle planetary system. Everybody was in control. Except for Shiva, Brahma and Vishnu, everybody was in control. Even if Hiranyakashipu used to raise his eyebrows, the demigods used to shiver in fear. What is he going to do now? That was his control. That was the control of Hiranyakashipu. And Hiranyakashipu had a son. And he tried his best to convince him that to give up devotion to the Lord Vishnu. He tried his best, but it was not successful. So once when he came back from Gurukul, he picked up his son and embraced him very tightly. And then he inquired, So Prahlad, what have you learned in the school? Very genuinely, we also, when I ask my, my daughter when she comes back home from the school, what have you learned today? That is the first thing, what's your homework? This is what we ask. And then she replied, uh, he replied that Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Smiranam Varchanam Vandanam Dasyam Sakya Marpanirtanam And Hiranyakashipu got very upset, very upset. So let us try to understand what is Prahlad Maharaj trying to speak. Now there are nine different kinds of devotional service and there are there are devote there are devotees who have perfected their life by using any one of the process. So we will also try to understand their lives. Not just we are, it is not that we are just discussing about this, but we are discussing how some some of the devotees achieved perfection by simply doing one of these processes. So let us try to understand first the Shravanam. Shravanam means hearing. Hearing about whom? That is important. Hearing about Krishna. Hearing about the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then, hearing about the Supreme Personality of Godhead Shri Krishna. Now, there was a, there was a great personality called as Maharaj Parikshit. And he was cursed to die of seven days. He was been, there was somehow there was a situation he was he was told that he will die of seven days. <clears throat> now Maharaj Parikshit, uh, let me tell you the whole story. Okay. <clears throat> then only things will become more interesting. So Maharaj Parikshit, he was hunting. Okay. Now uh, when when great personalities like Maharaj Parikshit, when they go on hunting, then they have a different reason. Ordinary people, when they go on hunting, they, they want to do for self-enjoyment. When, when kings like Maharaj Parikshit went on hunting, their intention was to protect the people who are doing tapasya in forest. Their intention was to protect them. Because if sadhus are doing tapasya in the forest, it is the duty of the king, the administrator to protect them. 
like we are here right now in the temple it is a it, it is a responsibility of our of the german government to give us protection and it is their responsibility it is natural so similarly maharaj kaushik's duty was to give protection to the sadhus who were performing devotional service in the forest so maharaj kaushik went for hunting to kill the wild animals so to make that place very peaceful so maharaj kaushik went he felt very thirsty he was uh, very hungry he was thirsty so he thought of uh, getting some food so he went to the nearby nearby ashram nearby temple and he went and there was this person this sage swami krishi he was sitting in tapasya he was fixed in trance he was meditating on the lord and he was fixed there was no way he was he was going to come to the external consciousness so parishit maharaj tried various ways of uh, bringing him back to external consciousness but did not work out so he got very upset and he picked up a snake dead snake and put it on his neck and he left so this particular scene was uh, this particular incident of putting the dead snake on the uh, neck of the sage was seen by his 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 child shri krishna had a son called shringi Hmm? Shringi was only seven day, seven years old. The Shringi saw this and Shringi got very upset and Shringi cursed who Maharaj Parikshit. What did he curse? That because you have offended my father, I curse that you will die in seven days. <clears throat> and so uh, naturally, when uh, Shami Krishi found out that this has happened, he felt very sorry. He told that you know Maharaj Parikshit is such a great personality. At the time of his birth, Maharaj Parikshit was protected by the Supreme Lord. Ashwatthama, he uh, he sent a Brahmastra to kill Maharaj Parikshit in the womb of his mother. When Lord Krishna found this out, he personally entered the womb of his mother and he protected Maharaj Parikshit. Such such great personality was Maharaj Parikshit. Now, this this Swami Krishna found out that his son has cursed Maharaj Parikshit. So immediately he sent a message to Maharaj Parikshit that you have only seven days with you. Now imagine we got it. We come to know from doctors that we have only seven days with us. Now when you are all alone, not now, but when you are all alone, or after you go home, meditate. That if I have seven days with me, what will I do? What all the things will do? Let's take. Let's if not seven days, take two months. Seven days is too short. Short time, so take two months and figure it out. What all things will you do? Let us try to understand the person who is the king of the whole world, who has all the opulence. What did he do? Maharaj Parikshit immediately, as soon as he heard that he was cursed, he gave up his kingdom. He gave up his kingdom to his son. He wore a dhoti and he wore a dress of a sadhu, vesha of a sadhu, dress of a sadhu. And he started walking on the bank of branches, and just trying to perfect, is making an humble attempt to perfect his life. And Maharaj Parikshit, as soon as he was walking on the bank of the branches, he was a very famous, famous personality. Like suppose, let's say our Prime Minister of India, Narendra Modi, is very famous personality, travels everywhere. So anything related to him is goes everywhere. And everybody is curious to know about what is going on in his life. So similarly, when personalities like uh, uh, Maharaj Parikshit, there there was something in their life that he was in trouble. So that news spread everywhere, all over the globe. 
So all the great personalities, all the great sadhus, they started coming to that place where Maharaj Parishit was waiting for his death to come. And at that time, when all the great personalities gathered, he, he put forward two questions to them. And two questions were, what should I do when I have when what should I do when I have only seven days with me? And what should I do at all the time? Which is an activity which I have to do at all the time. So then they started discussing. This is great personalities who were there, they were all started discussing. But just at that time, Vyasa's son, Shubhadeva Goswami, he came there. And <clears throat> And all the as soon as Shubhadeva Goswami entered, all these great personalities, all these great sages, they stood up in great respect seeing this Shubhadeva Goswami. And all of them they said to Maharaj Parishit, Maharaj Parishit, please go and take shelter of Shubhadeva Goswami because he's, he, Krishna has sent him for, for delivering you. Whenever we are sincere, whenever we are sincerely aspiring for Krishna, then Krishna makes arrangement. Krishna sends sons to help us. Okay. If we are sincere, sincerely aspiring, like Dhruva Maharaj, he, was, he sincerely wanted to attend Krishna. He sincerely wanted to attend Narayan. So Krishna sent Narayan. See, if we are also sincere in our heart to know him, to know Krishna, try to understand him, become his devotees, then Paramatma in the heart, he takes a note of that point and then he arranges some devotees to come, come in your life and help you out. Huh? So this one has to know, this is the arrangement. That's why Krishna is called as Suradam Saravutanam. Krishna is the ever well-wishing friend of all living entities. Okay? So Shukta Goswami, he spoke the Shumata Bhagavatam to Maharaj Parikshit. Seven days, seven days, seven nights, Shukta Goswami spoke this Shumata Bhagavatam. And he was destined to die on the seventh day. But what happened? Just before the seventh day, just before the seventh day, Maharaj Parikshit was able to completely cleanse himself from all the contaminations in the heart and he was able to fix his mind unto the lotus foot of the Lord. So he prayed to Shukadeva Goswami, Anujani Maam Brahman Vasham Yashami Anukshaje Mukta Kama Shayam Cheta Pravishamisra Jamyasu. He said that, I am, oh my dear Lord, my dear Gurudev, I by your mercy, I have heard this Shumata Bhagavatam and I am, able to under, I am easily able to understand that Krishna is the Supreme Lord. I am able to fix my mind unto his lotus feet. So kindly allow me to give up my body. Now see, such an interesting fact that he, he was supposed to get killed. By whom? By, by a snake bird. But now he is praying to his spiritual master to allow him to give up his body. So this is perfection. Simply by hearing Shumata Bhagavatam from Shukdeva Goswami, Maharaj Parikshit perfected his life. This is the glories of hearing about the Lord and his activities, forms and pastimes. By Krishna can be easily understood by hearing from devotees. Otherwise, if I have, if I have our own intellectual understanding, if we try to understand Krishna from the books, yes, you, you can understand him to a certain extent. But you will always have doubts. So for clearing that doubts, will all, you will always need a devotee. So and that devotee helps one clear that doubt. So it is very so Krishna can be easily understood by hearing. Similarly, was the situation with Rukmini. Rukmini also she never saw Krishna. 
she never saw Krishna. But since her childhood, she always heard about the glories of Krishna and his activities from Narad Muni and other sages. So when the time when the time came for her to get married, then she thought that if Krishna is on the planet, then why will I get married to someone else? Imagine all the girls. This is my question to all of you. If you find out that Krishna is in Vrindavan and he is available for marriage, he is getting married. He is he is willingly getting married to so many people, so many girls. So who on the earth will marry someone else? Everybody will make some arrangement and go to Vrindavan and get married to Krishna. So Rukmini, Rukmini. When she heard about Krishna's glories and how Krishna is powerful, right from early age he killed so many demons, then he lifted over the hill. He chastised Brahma, he chastised Indra, and everybody bowed down to him. And then she she was she got convinced that if I have to get married, I will get married to Krishna. But there was a problem. Her family wanted that she should get married to some king called as Shishupal, and Rukmini was not ready. Rukmini said, "No way! I am not going to get married to that person." So she she called a brahmana and she gave her she wrote a love letter to Krishna. In that love letter, she wrote, "My dear Krishna, I have heard your glories. Now that is my big problem. I have heard your glories, and now my I have lost my heart to you. Now which girl in the world, after hearing your glories, will get married to someone else? Same is my problem." So I cannot offer my life to someone else. So I am I I am here there for proposing that you please kindly come and pick me up and and kidnap me. This is the this is the plan. Hmm? Look, this on day after is my is the marriage, but just the day before that I am going to go and worship Goddess huh? Durga in a temple. So that is the time when you can come and pick me. So please do come. In this way, she sent a letter in the hands of Brahmana. And then Brahmana went. Now Brahmana went to Dwarka, and he said, "Krishna, this is the letter from Rukmini." And Krishna told, "Okay, you read it." So Brahmana read the whole letter to Krishna, and then Krishna said, "Oh Brahmana, amount of love which Rukmini has for me, I have thousands and thousands of more love for her. She is thinking of me from there, and I am thinking of her all the time. So we are both thinking of each other. When devotee is trying to remember Krishna." Then Krishna is also always thinking of you. Right? So this we have to understand. So <clears throat> Krishna said, "Let's go." In one night, Krishna Krishna came from Dwarka to uh, uh, Kondalepur, Maharashtra. Even if we go by train, it takes a lot of time. With Dwarka and Maharashtra, they are quite a distant place. It takes a lot of time even by train. But Krishna reached in one night. And as soon as Krishna reached there, uh, there was no, Rukmini did not. Rukmini was actually very eager to see Krishna, hear some news, but she was she did not hear anything. Neither she saw the Brahmana, neither she heard anything about Krishna. So she was waiting. She was waiting. She was waiting very anxiously. <clears throat> and uh, when she, she did not knew that Krishna has come, but she was anxiously waiting, very eagerly waiting. And then she started uh, crying that Krishna is not yet here, and now uh, I will have to marry Shishupal. So better I commit suicide. So Rukmini was lamenting in this way. And just at that time, her left, her left eyes, her left hand, her 
left leg started shivering. For a woman, if these things happen, then it's auspicious. You can consider this is scripture, this is in the scriptures. If something auspicious is going to happen in your life. For men, it has to be the right, right eyes, right hands, and right. That is, these are the indications. Uh, the demigods who are residing on your body, they give you, they give you, they give you certain kind of indications. So we should know this. This is this is one of it. This is not something speculative. So she was intensely waiting for the Lord and the news, but there was nothing. There was no news. So she decided now that I will give up my body, but I will not give my life to Shushupal. And this then this things happened, and then immediately she saw. Brahman, that Brahmana was there, and there was, there was a big smile on Brahmana's face. And she Rukmi understood that mission is successful, Krishna has come to take me. So imagine, imagine simply by hearing, simply by hearing about Krishna, Rukmini was successful to get Krishna in her life. And then Rukmini was so happy, so jubilant. That she wanted to give something to Brahmana. Imagine somebody has, by somebody, someone's mercy, you get Krishna in your life. You are, you are able to see Krishna in front of your eyes by someone's mercy. What will you do for it? And imagine Rukmini, she was the goddess of fortune, so what she could do? Huh? So she was thinking, what should I give to this Brahmana? What should I do? What should I give? So she had nothing, she just said, Please accept my humble obeisances. So she just folded her hands and she offered her dunders to this Brahmana. And Rukmini thanked this Brahmana, saying, Thank you very much for giving you Krishna in my life. I give you everything. All the opulence in the world is yours. All the three worlds is yours. Take whatever you want. So this is the glories of hearing about Krishna. Maharaj Parishit perfected his life, Rukmini got Krishna. Similarly, if we also dedicate our life for hearing about Krishna, reading about it, reading also is a kind of hearing. So hearing about Srimad Bhagavatam, reading about it, this will help one perfect one's lives. Then the second is Kirtanam. Kirtanam means speaking about the Lord. Kirtanam does not mean only Kirtan. That Kirtan also means speaking about Lord's glories. Whatever we have read, whatever we have heard, we have to speak. Shukadeva Goswami perfected his life simply by reciting Srimad Bhagavatam to Maharaj Parikshit. When somebody is speaking Srimad Bhagavatam, fortune. That's if some devotees get a chance to speak about Krishna, so they should study very nicely and they should glorify the Lord. So that will help them attain Prema Bhakti, that will help them attain perfection. Then, uh, then third one is Smaranam. Then what is Smaranam? Smaranam is remembering. Often what happens, whatever we are doing in our day-to-day lives, whatever we are uh, watching television and reading newspapers, so those all things are going to help, are going to come in our mind. And that is always going to sometimes encourage us or sometimes discourage us. But if you are always, always absorbed in hearing about the Lord, His activities, His form and pastimes, huh, then it will always be fixed. In, it will be always, will be always very happy and very always jubilant. There is never, there is never, never will be a time where it will, we will get discouragement. It will be always 
Hopefully, we will always have very a uh, lot of happiness in our heart because we are our mind in our mind we think of Krishna. So, Prahlad Maharaj perfected his life by simply thinking of Krishna all the time. But for thinking about Krishna all the time, we have to do seven kirtana mantras. So, this is interlude. <clears throat> then comes uh, which is the next one? Pada Sevana. Pada Sevanam means, Pada means we have to understand our legs. Sevanam means engaging, uh, engaging our legs in the service of the Lord. This is one understanding. Another understanding is that serving the Lord. Pada Sevanam means serving the, serving the Lord, Lord's lotus feet. <coughs> when Lord Ramchandra and Lakshmana, when they, when they were when they were spending their time with their spiritual master Vishwamitra Muni. So Lord Ramachandra used to serve his spiritual master. Throughout the day they used to have some engagement and during the night time he, Lord Ramachandra himself the Supreme Lord used to press the feet of the spiritual master. And for how much time? For a long long time. And then what? After Ramchandra used to go to sleep, Lakshmana used to praise the feet of the Lord. And so this is Pada Sevanam. And Lakshmana used to do that throughout the night. He never used to sleep. Lakshmana had this special ability to control his senses to that extent that he never slept. When he was 14 years in exile, then he, he never slept. Never slept for any single day, Lakshmana. <clears throat> so, Pada Sevanam also means Going to Jagannath Puri, going to Vrindavan Dham, going to uh, Mayapur Dham and doing Parigrama. Uh, so that also means Pada Sevana. So it is very essential that we might be staying in, in the German, in Germany or any, any part of the world. But at least once in a year we should make it a point that we, do, we go to these holy places like Vrindavan, Mayapur, Jagannath Puri because that will increase our greed for the Lord. And the amount of time we spend there, uh, that will we will remember that all the time and we will always have separation in our heart from Vrindavan. So we will have that greed to always go back to Vrindavan. So that's why it is very important that we go to these holy places. And also, and also uh, if your devotees, you have deities in your house, uh, then while putting them to sleep, you should always press their lotus feet. This is also Mother Sevana. Why? Because the Lord is standing for us throughout the day. So they, they might get tired when they are standing for us. So then we put them to sleep. We should make it a point that we do praise the lotus feet very nicely. And we should thank them. My dear Lord, thank you very much. You have appeared in my life. Actually, for Prahlad Maharaj, Narasimha took a very special, special incarnation. Narasimha Dev's avatar was not planned. Prahlad said, Hiranyakashupa was very easy on Lord. Prahlad said, my Lord is everywhere. Where is he? He said, is he in this pillar? I said, yes, he is. He is everywhere, so why will not he in the pillar? So Prahlad said, yes, my dear father, he is in the pillar as well. He said, he is in the pillar? So let me figure it out. So Hiranyakashupa, he banged the pillar. And then, because Prahlad said that the Supreme Lord is in that pillar, 
so to fulfill the words of his dear devotee pralad ha narsindeo he appeared he appeared to that pillar and he said hiranyakashapu i am here i am everywhere my devotee see me everywhere and then he finished finished of hiranyakashapu like this so similarly when devotees have this deities in their house ha huh? this deities are actually the lord special incarnation special mercy for those devotees it is lord special mercy huh? that the lord has taken archa form of archa vigraha and they are manif- they are manifesting in front of our eyes because we are conditioned living entities and we cannot see krishna that is our problem with our senses we cannot see krishna huh? but krishna is very kind to us that's why he appears in the form of deities and then he accepts our service he accepts our offerings huh? and then he helps us then he helps us to become advanced devotees he helps us he helps us uh, we become so attached to deities gradually gradually that huh, we develop a relationship with the deities and it so happens that we can't live without the deities and the deities cannot live without us so that attachment develops so this archa vigra form of the lord is not different from krishna himself so we have to understand that and that is also uh archanam when we say archanam smaranam is over padasevanam is uh padasevanam is archanam means and archanam that is archanam and who is the ex- who is the expert personality archana is prithu maharaj was very expert he used to do deity worship very nicely and i forgot to mention in pada sevanam lakshmi ji is the best huh? lakshmi ji although she is very rich she is lakshmi herself controller of lakshmi uh, controller of uh, mari but what she is doing she is always seen pressing the lotus feet of lord narayan So, so we have to understand that she does not have that pride. She is always simply serving her husband very nicely, not uh, Narayana. So she is the she is the uh, example of Pada uh, Sevanam. Then we also discussed about Archanam. So for the Grahastas, it is very important they have deities in their house. Otherwise, because Grahastas means sense enjoyment, they are always absorbed in some kind of sense enjoyment. So if Krishna is there in the house, then all everything is centered around Krishna. Huh? If deities are there, then then waking them up, putting them to sleep, feeding them. So all the fa- entire family is somehow or other gets engaged in the serving the Lord. That's why for grahastas it is recommended not just for grahastas, everybody it is recommended that they should have deities in their house because. Deities, all when the supreme lord is there in the house and everything is centered around them, and all our senses are engaged in their service. We might be enjoying our life, but we cannot keep Krishna away from. We cannot uh, remove Krishna from our life, and they are there in the house. So somehow they get involved and they help the devotees develop some attachment for them. Then, uh, then comes Vandana. Uh, Vandana hmm. means offering prayers. Whenever we go and fr- whenever we go to temple, huh? we simply go and stand and look at the deity. But we should also offer some prayers because prayers are very powerful. Hmm. 
whatever problems we have in our life, we should go and submit to God. We have a temple where the Lord is standing uh, for, and He is waiting to hear our prayers. He is very eagerly waiting. He is even waiting to embrace us. So whenever we go to the temple, whenever we go in front of the lady, the deities, it is our duty that we should offer some prayers. There are so many prayers in the Srimad Bhagavatam. So many devotees, so many Stuti, Kunti Stuti, Vishnu Stuti, uh, Indra is offering some Stutis and so many different Stutis are there. So we should also, when we go to the temple, we should offer some prayers. And prayers doesn't, prayers are prayers and whatever is, what a love and affection we have for the Lord. We should submit. Arasimha, my dear Lord, thank you very much for coming in my life. I'm so thankful to you that if you are not there, if you, if you hasn't, if you didn't make this element for me, uh, then I could have been in a terrible, uh, terrible state of my life. But you have very kind, you have mercifully bestowed your mercy on me, you have accepted me, you made me a devotee. Uh, so I devote myself to your lotus feet. Oh my dear Lord, this is my problem in the life. I am not getting my job, this is not there. Okay, you can say all these prayers, all your submit, all your problems also. But go and say something to the Lord. When you, when you ask something from the Supreme Lord, then the Supreme Lord, He reciprocates. Huh? He feels very, he feels happiness that my devotees are offering prayers to me and my devotees are asking something from me. So Lord feels immense amount of happiness and he wants to give. He gives things to his devotees. So we should go and ask from the Lord because Lord is waiting for giving but we are not taking it. So when we, when we go and sincerely pray, uh, if somebody wants a good wife, or a, or a girl wants a good husband. What should she do? She should go to Krishna and pray. <clears throat> because this is a, this is also mentioned in the scriptures. When Kardam Rishi was asked by Brahma that you have to get married now. So he did not go and find a girl for himself. He thought this is a this is not easy. Because there's so many girls, so many girls around. Now which is suitable for me? How will I find out? So many people, like if somebody wants to get married to someone, uh, so it's very difficult to find out which girl is suitable and this will my behavior match, uh, will I have to adjust with him under one roof for a long, long time, how will it happen? So best for us, Krishna thought that best is to pray to Krishna and let Krishna arrange a suitable wife for me. Because Krishna is in my heart, he knows my nature and Krishna is also there in the hearts of all the girls. So he will make a perfect match the following. And you find a suitable girl for me. So Karnam Rishi, he did that. And the Supreme Lord told that third day from now, Manu Maharaj will come and he will offer everything to you. So, example is there that if, if we want uh, to have a suitable husband or a suitable wife for marriage, best is to ask to Krishna. And Krishna will arrange, understanding our nature. So, because Krishna's arrangement is the best arrangement. So, we have to understand that. If we, if we make our own arrangement, then that is our responsibility. Then don't blame Krishna that why, why things did not work out. Because this the option is there, Krishna is there, he is waiting for you, Krishna is willing to help you out, to find the best match for you. We look, we have a marriage, we submit our applications to different marriage bureaus. So go and submit there also, on application. And he will help you out. Krishna is there to help you out. Because he is the one who resides in the hearts of every living entity. And he knows who, which two people can go work together very nicely. Uh, so let him figure out why should we take that
So then, <clears throat> best one of the best acharyas was Akuruji. When Akuruji, he was staying in Kamsa's palace. I mean, he was helping out Kamsa. But Akura was a devotee of the Lord. But why was he staying with Kamsa? The reason was that he was actually waiting for the Supreme Lord to take to take birth in Vrindavan and to see his pastimes, to hear about his pastime. He was very eagerly waiting. But somehow, even though he, he knew that Krishna and Balram are there, he never went to Vrindavan. One fine day, Kamsa told him, Akuruji, can you please go and bring Krishna Balram to Vrindavan to Mathura? And as soon as he heard that Akurora was very jubilant, very happy, he said, Finally, my desire is fulfilled. So when Akurora was going, he was on a chariot, he was offering. All the living entities, we are looking for some kind of happiness in this world. In every relationship, we are looking for some kind of happiness. If we get a job, we are looking for some happiness. That's by earning some money, I will get some happiness. If we are if we are having some uh, if we are in a relationship, in that relationship, we are also looking for some happiness. So everywhere we are looking for some happiness, but that happiness we don't get from that relationship because we have a lot of expectation from someone, and those expectations are never fulfilled. So we are always dissatisfied. We are not satisfied all the time. There is always some kind of uh, uh, dissatisfaction is always there. Why? Because we are not we are not doing things with proper understanding. When we understand. That we are the servants of Krishna and our duty is to serve Krishna first. Normally, people they are serving Janta and they are neglecting Janardhan. Janardhan means the Supreme Lord, Janta means general public. So, it is saying in India, they say that Janta, if you serve Janta, that, that means that is the service to Janardhan. If you serve everybody, common citizen, that means that is service to Krishna, the Supreme Lord. Actually, it is the opposite. We have to first understand our constitutional position as a servant of Krishna and start serving Krishna and then understanding that Krishna is present in the hearts of every living entities, uh, then that love and compassion will come for everyone. And then we can serve, then we can then we'll be properly able to serve all of them with proper understanding. When we are doing something, then proper understanding is very important. When you are studying in college, uh, and when we have the exam, when the question paper comes in front of us, then we have to explain the answer to that particular question very nicely, point, point to point. We cannot just write anything there. Similarly, when you are doing a particular thing, it has to be done with proper consciousness, proper understanding. Then that yields good results. So similarly, when, we are, when there are social, social welfare people, people who are doing social activities, then they have to serve huh? The, the public, it is good to serve the public, but without without neglecting Krishna. If they neglect Krishna and they serve the people, then it is, it is useless. Because first we should understand we are servants of the Lord. <clears throat> we should understand that Jivera Swarup by Krishna Ranityadas. So this we will understand when we hear Shumata Bhagavatam. When we hear about, about Krishna, his activities, his pastimes, then we will come to know who is the Supreme Lord and what is our relationship with him. And when that is clear to us, when we know that we are servants of the Lord, then we can then we can go further and help others to come closer to Krishna. So there was a uh, in Dasyam, Hanmanji was one of the greatest servants, Hanuman. Now Hanuman, he had so much faith in his Lord, so much faith. When Sita was 
mother Sita Bhagavad it was kidnapped by Ravana. So Hanuman uh, was was uh, sent, Hanuman and all uh, some of the monkeys, they were sent to find Sita everywhere. So Hanumanji went to the south and finally they found out that Sita is in, is, is in Lanka, very far away and hundred yojanas, that ocean was hundred yojanas, so thousands of miles far. Huh? So how will one go? It, is, it was not possible for these monkeys to go. But Hanuman, he had unflinching faith in the Ram. And then, simply by the strength of that holy name of the Lord, that he understood that I am the servant of the Lord and I have unflinching faith in my, in my Ram, in the Lord, that I can suddenly cross. So by that, by that strength, he got that strength to cross the ocean. If we also, similarly, if we also have unflinching faith in the Lord, then we can also gain success in any field. Any field. Huh? The devotees will always be successful. Because why? Wherever there is Krishna, wherever there are devotees, huh? then you will be always victorious. So if Krishna is in your life, and you understand your Krishna's servant, and you are performing devotional service, then you will get all the success in your life. Huh? So this we have to understand. And when, when Hanumanji, he uh, entered Lanka, he went and met Mother Sita. And when he met Mother Sita, Hanumanji went as a monkey, small monkey form. And then he went and gave the ring to Mother Sita. And Mother Sita was very pleased that somebody has come. A monkey, a small monkey has come to give me a ring. So she was very pleased in one sense. But then this little monkey said, Oh my dear mother, uh, can I take you on my back and can I take you to Lord Ramchandra? Uh, is it okay with you? And then Sita just started laughing. But she appreciated his confidence that, Oh monkey, you are such a small. Uh, and how can you take carry me on your back? Then Hanumanji started laughing. I said, Mother, I am this is just my uh, one of my, I am just tricking this Asuras. I am actually very strong and stout. So eventually Hanuman expanded himself and became a gigantic personality and he said now my dear mother would you like would you like to come with me and I said no I have been kidnapped here by Ravana so it is it is appropriate if my husband comes and he kills Ravana and then he takes me away. So then later it happened that Ravana Ravana somehow caught Hanumanji Hanumanji and then Ravana was about to punish Hanuman but Hanuman, <coughs> Hanuman said to Ravana that oh, Ravan, I have so much strength by the mercy of my Lord. I have so much strength in me that I can carry this entire Lanka of yours with you and I can place it on the feet of my lotus feet of my Ravana. But somehow I am, Mother Sita has told not to do that. So that's why I am keeping cool. Otherwise I am very, <laughs> I can do anything what I want. I want. So Hanumanji, got this strength because, because of his devotion to Lord Ram. So he was he was he perfected his life by becoming a by understanding his soul and servant of Lord Ramchandra. That's Sakya. <clears throat> then we have to understand that Arjuna was is Krishna's one of friends of Krishna. And Arjuna perfected his life by simply considering Krishna as his friend. Now, uh, once what happened that 
the war between Kauravas and Pandavas also declared. My friends are already hearing this since uh, some days. So when war was declared, Arjuna came to Krishna and he offered Krishna to Krishna, will you please become my chariot driver? Now becoming a chariot driver is not a big position. It's a small position. Imagine that you got a job in a big company. And what is the job? Becoming a driver. So it's not a big job. Especially in India, it is not considered a big job. I don't know about the situation here. But Krishna accepted that, but Krishna accepted that service for his dear friend Arjuna. And as, as a chariot driver, he used to clean the horses. All the horses used to clean them, keep them tidy, keep them clean. And whenever it was needed, Krishna used to bring the chariot. And then as a driver welcomes the master, Krishna has to get down from the chariot, give the hand to Arjuna. Arjuna has to place his hand and then Krishna has to board the chariot. While getting down also, Krishna used to give the hand to Arjuna. Arjuna has to catch his hand and come down from the chariot. And you know, when the war was going on, the best way to communicate with the chariot driver is by kicking. Huh? Go right, go left, go straight. So Arjuna used to kick Krishna. Go straight. Used to kick it up. Go, go, go right. Kick on the right. Go left. To kick on the left. So imagine during the fight, there is no such time. You cannot hear what the, what your master has to say. So best way is to communicate with the legs. So this is what Arjuna used to do with Krishna and Krishna used to accept that out of love. So this is Krishna Allah. Right? We are doing, we are, we are servants of that Krishna who is Bhakta Vatsal, who is ready to accept our, even our kicks of, even kicks, he also accepts that. So we are to, so who will not become personality of that, who will not become devotee of that Krishna? Who will not become a devotee? So we should offer our to such supreme personality of Godhead who accepts Arjuna's kicks also out of love uh, to such supreme personality of Godhead we should offer our life. Let us become his devotees, nice devotees uh, and offer our everything to him. Uh, so this is Sakya Arjuna perfect in his life by becoming by becoming friend of Krishna. Uh, then, <clears throat> then comes Atma Nivedanam. Uh, Bali Maharaj uh, is a personality Huh? Who offered everything to Krishna? Everything to Krishna. Now Bali Maharaj was Bali Maharaj conquered the whole world on the strength of his strength on the on his strength. What happened? Indra, huh? <coughs> Indra was lamenting. He was always uh, yeah. Indra was always in deep trouble. So he requested the Lord. And Vaman Dev came to rescue him. So while Indra was uh, performing, uh, sorry, when Bani Maharaj was performing Ashwamega Yagya, he completed 99 Yagyas. And then 100th was there. Just at that time, Vaman Dev entered his assembly. And as soon as Vaman Dev entered, Vaman Dev manifested uh, the effulgence of 100 sons, hundreds of sons um, coming out, their, uh, the effulgence of 100 sons was coming out from Vaman Dev's body. He was glowing like anything. As soon as Vamandev entered, the entire assembly was glowing like anything. And then everybody stood up in great respect. Who is he? So Bani Maharaj went and uh, met this Brahmana. Welcome. What do you want? Oh, he said, uh, I just want three steps of land. And Bani Maharaj said, only three steps of land. I can give you everything. 
the lord said i am satisfied a brahmana should be always be happy with whatever he he can he should only accept those gifts where he, he can be satisfied with that so he accepted he said i only want three feet of land and uh, bali maharaj said okay then bali maharaj gave and then as soon as he gave took a vow giving three pieces of land then this little vamana dev little brahmana manifested his peak gigantic form as trivikrama huh? and with one feet he conquered the whole lower planetary system with one second step he conquered the upper planetary system and with his body he covered the remaining place and then he is asked bali where should i keep the third feet you said three feet of land so two i have covered where is the third give me a place bali give me a place where should i keep my third feet then bali said i am the donor so the value of the donor is double the donation bali said value of the donor is double twice of donation so i am offering my head to you you keep your third feet on my head so that so i am offering you six times for your asking so in this way bali maharaj gave everything to krishna so this is how different devotees perfected their lives by taking shelter of uh, one of the nine processes so devotees are uh, recommended that they can take shelter of one process or they can take shelter of any of the processes or they can take shelter of all the processes but by any way they should follow they should become the devotees of the lord they should dedicate their life for krishna okay like